Hello and welcome to KDP with a Twist podcast. I'm Tammy Crin, a self-publishing enthusiast, and I'm dedicated to helping you grow your business by adding a new twist to the KDP self-publishing world. I've been branding booklets for businesses since 2018. I'm the founder of KDP for B2B, which stands for Kindle Direct Publishing for Business to Business. We'll explore how to leverage your KDP self-publishing skills by helping businesses create branded booklets featuring their content. If you're interested in starting and growing your own KDP for B2B business, you've come to the right place. I'll introduce you to a few ways that you can get paid to help businesses create their own branded booklets without keywords or ads. Yes, that's right. Without keywords or ads. This is what I call a triple win. The business elevates its brand, adds value to its customers, and stands out from their competition. You, you get paid a setup fee for each book created, plus you can make money for every book sold. And customers feel as though they have received a gift and something they will use and love. Join me every Tuesday as I will share some practical tips and advice on how you can get your own KDP for B2B adventure started. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to this week's episode, KDP with a Twist podcast. I'm Tammy Cran. I'm your host. And today I'm going to be talking about Canva's licensing and using it with KDP. This has been a topic that I really always trying to find out more about and, you know, make sure our copyright infringements, we're not doing anything incorrectly. And this video popped up and it was from Matthew at Canva's design school. Here's a picture of him. And he is actually talking about KDP and print on demand in this video on YouTube. And I'd like to give a shout out to my friend, Thea Newcomb, a Canva verified expert that posted this video on her LinkedIn. And that's where I saw this video. And it was so informative because it was directly about KDP and print on demand and using Canva and copyright and licensing and all of those topics that we really need to know and we should be aware of. He really broke it down. And I'm just going to today highlight for you just talking about KDP, I know we all do print on demand, not all of us, but a lot of us do print on demand as well. But I really just wanted to focus on the KDP side and some of the nuggets that he, that Matthew brought up. It was so good. So I will also drop the link to this YouTube video and you can watch it for yourself. It is such a great video on um, KDP and print on demand and using Canva and how we can um, protect ourselves with copyright. So now let me just echo one little thing that Matthew brought up in a cautionary note. This is a complex topic. It is filled with shades of gray, especially when it comes to AI and copywriting and licensing. So it's like he said, I want you to uh, treat this information shared here as a guide and it's not a rule book. So there's going to be all kinds of things where it's going to, um, you know, have these gray areas where you're located, where what you're doing. There's no perfect answer that I found, but this gives some little great highlights and nuggets that I wanted to share with you. And the smart move is always to pursue, you know, the terms and services of all software platforms um, that you are, you know, using and exercising, you know, do your due diligence. Remember, we're providing this on a high level overview and regulations and licensing aren't uniform across all locations. I'm located in the United States. They may be different in the UK and other places. So you really still have to just take this with a grain of salt. It is just high level. Like I said, watch the video and you'll get more out of it. 
but it is something that I really thought there were some really great nuggets that I wanted to share with you and good takeaways. So having said that, and let's dive into some of the key takeaways that Matthew uh, gave on his YouTube video, and I'll make sure that I include the link to all um, to the video so you can watch it in full. And it's um, it was pretty comprehensive in understanding the copyright and KDP. So let's get started. So why are we discussing this? KDP and Canva have really become powerful tools for designers, writers, and entrepreneurs. Paperback books, eBooks, templates, and so much more. Basically, if you can dream it, you can print it. But there's a lot of rules we need to play by. So that's why I wanted to do this video for you and just high level some of these pieces that I thought were so informative. Now let's really get into the meat of this topic. So how does Canva's designs turn into original products? So when you're in Canva, there are all these elements and designs and photos that you can use, but how do you make them um, an original product? So it all comes down to your creativity. You can use Canva's library of elements, combine them in, in unique ways and add your own twist, hence KDP with a twist, right? But remember the design needs to be specifically and significantly different from the original Canva element to qualify as quote, original. What exactly is original design? Another way to think about this is that you cannot use a standalone element in Canva and put it on your book cover and say that's yours, it's not copyrighted. You have to change the element. So let's take a look at what Matthew had posted and he just pulled one element. It's a flower. He just put it right on there. Didn't change it at all. That cannot be used. That is a standalone element. So we need to change this element and make it our own. And what that means is elements have to be changed substantially. You need to do more than just adding a filter or changing the color or putting a, say a border around it, an element or a photo, and then saying it's been changed and now it's original. You can't just change the size or crop it to make it an original either. You, you have to add something like text, you have to add other elements like arrows, flowers, et cetera, and all different things to make it create it your own. So you can't just do a few little things and then expect it to be your own. Here's an example. Keep on, keep on text. Then there is a flower now is pink. The shoes are purple and there's arrows and there's flowers here. So a whole bunch of different elements have been added to make this more of an original. Now, how do you know if you've made enough changes to call it your own? Matthew and Canvas said that it's a very hard question to answer because there's so many elements, photos and texts. He said that the best way is to ask yourself this question. Is this a unique design that I put creative effort into, or is it just an element I found on Canva and I used it as is? So you need to be creative and make it your own. That was the bottom line. You cannot just take elements and just take them. Someone else already created them. That's theirs. Now you need to add your own creativity to them to make your own. Here's another photo of that picture we were talking about. So here is the design element with just the photo or the element with just the yellow. Someone else designed this. And now 
Matthew was taking this one, and like I said, he added the text, arrows, more elements here, and the flowers now pink instead of yellow, and the shoes are purple. He said that would be an original design. So that is how you can kind of look at it. So you have to make and change multiple things. There, like I said, there's no specific um, a number or what it is, unfortunately. So it's still a little on the gray area, but you can see that someone put effort into this to make it different than just putting this flower on and letting it go. Now, this one I thought I really was interested in hearing. And I, I learned a lot on this one because I wasn't sure how the text and a element and a photo and fonts, how they became yours or were they yours? copyright. So Canva owns the copyright to all the elements. And when you create a design in Canva, you're granted a license to use these elements, but the ownership remains with Canva of the, for the elements. You can see here, I have a picture, another snapshot of what he was showing. So the, the example here is you own the text or the manuscript. Here's your book, one page. You own the text and the manuscript. Then you can see over here, Canva owns the fonts, they own the elements, and they own the photo all together on one page. So you still own the text or manuscript, but they will own the Canva, will own the photos, the elements, and he didn't say anything about the fonts, but it was here. So I'm assuming that. So um, these are all Canva's products and they have copyright rights to them. What if you don't own every part of your design, but you want to upload it and sell it? I thought this was a great question because that was something I was like, oh, how do you, you know, combine all these things? And then you own this part, do you own this part? You know, it's all the questions we all have. So if you don't own every part of the design, but you want to upload it and sell it, if the publishing service says you have to be the owner and have all copyright, so you'd have to own all of those elements of everything you are uploading, then you cannot use Canva designs. So if you, as this photo here is like all these elements we don't own, then we cannot use Canva to upload it to other platforms. Now, I mostly use, I pretty much always use um, KDP, Amazon's KDP. So I took a look into that. And, but what if they are asking you, do you have the rights to use the content of the design? Then it's a-okay. According to Matthew at Canva, we can, we can use all the elements and everything like that. So what does that mean if we're using KDP's platform? Well, I took a screenshot of what KDP says here. And basically it is, I own the copyrights and I hold the necessary publishing rights. So that's where Canva, you can use Canva because they're allowing you to use their elements. So that was a great little nugget there. So if it didn't, if it was a different platform and they said you had to own everything, then you wouldn't want to be using Canva to do that with. It's necessary if you own your own copyrights and you hold a necessary publishing right, you are good to go using Canva and your design elements because they've given you permission from, you know, they're giving you permission. Now, remember, it's always a good idea to check the term services. Don't just take my word or Matthew's. These are just basically guidelines. Um, but what I liked is he used this as an example as, 
Canva and KDP. And lastly, how does AI affect copywriting ownership? This one, you know, we're kind of in the wild west right now with AI. And I, I absolutely love AI. And as what Matthew was saying, as AI continues to evolve, this is a rapidly developing area and the laws aren't really clear and it's topics. I mean, there's a lot to be, you know, aware of, but they're all kind of um, making sure they watch it closely on Canva because they are using AI to help them with some different designing or help us design. And so if it's just grabbing photos from other places, it's, it could be, you know, it could be a lawsuit. So I always say, I personally, you know, I like AI, but I will always still change the text, change the elements, change anything I'm using, I still want to make it my own. So I don't have to cross that line. Like I'm not worried about it. So my suggestion is to use AI as an assistant and making it your own to be on the safe side. As we all kind of figure this out, the lay of the land of AI, it's an awesome tool. I love it. And I will um, be talking more about it as time goes on. So there's a lot more to learn about KDP and copyrights and Canva, but I'm hoping this podcast at least got you to a good starting point because there's so many, like I said, so many pieces going, but I thought this was a few good little nuggets I learned and I wanted to share with you because I use Canva and I use KDP. So it was nice to have them talk specifically for Canva, KDP, and print on demand. So for more in-depth look, uh, do check out Canva's content license agreement and they have a fact sheet facts page and I'll put the links down below and you can take a look at that and it has all the a lot more in depth on what um, Matthew was talking about but I also have the video for you the video was I thought very well done and you know like I said just do you know always check check your terms of services and do your best that you can I mean if you change it enough then then it you know you should be okay all right. Well, thanks for joining me today. And as always, I love hearing from you. Leave your comments, you know, questions, anything you want to talk about next time on any of the podcasts. Let me know what you would like to know about more. And until next time, I'll talk to you next week. Have a fabulous week. Bye-bye. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you know anybody else struggling with KDP and not making sales or even having trouble with ads and keywords, please share KDP with a twist podcast or have them subscribe to my YouTube channel. At KDP with a twist podcast, I'll be going over lots of strategies every Tuesday and I'll be putting this information into small chunks so it'll make it easier to digest. And then you can get started making money with KDP for B2B ASAP. For more information, go to my website, Make sure you get on the email list so you can stay in the loop with all things KDP. My website name is my name, Tammy Crin. That's it, TammyCrin.com. T-A-M-M-I-E-C-H-R-I-N.com. It'll also be in the transcripts below. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe. And thank you for your time and bye for now.